Does the day you were born impact whether you're a great leader? Can astrology unlock the pathway to leadership success? Hi, I'm Josephine Corcoran, holistic career coach and astrologer, and my podcast, Astrology for Leaders, Aligning Your Career to Your Purpose, is where we'll find out. I've been an executive coach for over 20 years, facilitating and training leaders to achieve professional and personal goals and practicing astrology for the last 15 years. I also appreciate the profound impact of connecting leaders to their unique astrological blueprint to give them access to their leadership abilities around governing, strategy, communication, relating, driving and empathy. Over the coming weeks, I'll be interviewing leaders using their birth chart as a lens to explore how they've harnessed their strengths, overcome challenges and found meaning in their work. My desire in sharing these accomplished leaders' stories is to demonstrate the extraordinary benefit of understanding your unique astrological blueprint to enable you to work in a way that is equally impactful and fulfilling, and to learn a few interesting facts along the way. Today's guest on Astrology for Leaders is Lisa Winnicky. Lisa is the founder and host of The Good News Guide. She's a speaker, creative advisor and author. Lisa brings her infectious energy and love of life to all that she creates. She brings to the table a real rawness, integrity, authenticity and playfulness that has people deeply engaged in her conversations and work. It is with her big heart and intuition combined with an innate ability to communicate that she effortlessly uncovers the gold that exists within people and businesses. Lisa's experience of deep disconnect for 20 years led to decades of personal work and transformation, traveling the globe to discover the best of the best in their fields, which led to the creation of the Good News Guide. The Good News Guide offers a collection of conversations, stories, ideas, and tools from the greatest thought leaders, healers, and humans on the planet. It's an invitation to expand your mind and connect more deeply with your heart so that you can be reminded of your innate power and beauty. And each week, Lisa releases a new, deeply engaging conversation on the Good News Guide, either on YouTube, the Good News Podcast, or on her website at lisawinnicky.com. Lisa also engages in collaborative activities such as speaking, brand collaborations, creative advising, and ambassador work. I truly hope you enjoy this conversation, exploring what it is about Lisa that has brought all of this to be. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us today on Astrology for Leaders. It's just an absolute pleasure to have you join me today. Well, I am so thrilled to be here. Thank you. Oh, wonderful. So let's jump in straight away, shall we? I wanted to start off today by asking you, what does, what does leadership mean to you? And why do you think that it's so important for people to step into their leadership qualities today? It's a really interesting question. And if you'd asked me this question a couple of years ago, or maybe more than a few, I would have struggled because I didn't see myself as a leader. And I think that's the first point, that when I realise that we are all leaders, and when I mean leaders, I'm talking about leading from within. So in the process that I've gone through over the last 14 years, in a really transformational way, I have reconnected to myself and in knowing myself, I'm able to lead from within. So what, what that looks like, Josephine, is 
that I know, I know that voice inside me. I know my thoughts. I know how I feel about things. I, and I'm prepared to stand up for that. And I'm, I'm so leadership for me, and I believe is actually from within. And so when we express that out into the world, when we come from that place, uh, it, it's an invitation for other people to, to, to step up into their own leadership because we are all leaders. And I think this is the thing, like 2020 is showing us that whatever we thought about leadership is really being has kind of crumbled down. Whoever we've had on pedestals as leaders, we don't have the type of respect that we might have in the past or we didn't question it. And I think this is a really opportune time to come in and to connect to connect with ourselves, to really understand who are we? What do we stand for? What do we believe in? And the respect and the, the invitation for others that comes from that place, and I speak from my own experience working with now two other people, that as a leader, I encourage them to lead from within in our team. I'm not the leader, we're all leaders. I'm, lead, I'm a leader in my own, I call it my own line of genius as they are as well. Mm. And I think that's the beauty of, of really connecting to ourselves from that, from that place within that we can lead in a really authentic way, which is what the world is calling for. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And it, it, it's a really nice lead in actually, because you and I first connected three years ago when I initially did a chart reading for you and you were exploring mm. different avenues. And I, I just interested if I'd love for you to share um, with the listeners your experience of exploring your innate abilities and purpose through the lens of astrology because you've had the amazing opportunity of exploring your lens you know your um, potential through a number of lenses so i'm curious for you to share the experience of how understanding your birth chart and different perspectives around that has supported you mm. so Josephine, as you and I both know, where I was three years ago was quite different. Um, and the, the astrology chart, what, what it did for me, and I, I talk about this thing called a ring of truth. Like when, when we hear something, and sometimes it's not for the first time, when we hear something that's told to us, when we know it's true at that. And when I say a ring of truth, it's like every fibre of our being, it lands. And so that was what my experience was when I had the astrology chart um, done, read by you and, and prepared by you. But it really, really didn't land the way it has in the past, say, 12, 18 months since I've gone and launched into this creation called the Good News Guide. Because back then I was still, I was still lacking in self-belief. I was still doubting so although there was a ring of truth of what I saw and what I was listening to, there was still a big part of me that was afraid, afraid of actually harnessing what you were telling me. And what this chart has given me, it's given me a greater sense of knowing that I really am on point. Like I'm really aligned with why I'm here. I'm aligned with my purpose more and more and more. So and look, the chart is something I revisit and I have revisited with you. And it's something I go back to because everything that I'm doing now is written in my chart. 
<laughs> well, that's gold right there. Yeah. And, and as you say, it takes a lifetime of really understanding all of the different components of your chart and playing around with different components and exploring different ways to, to bring them to manifest different parts of it. So why don't we start by taking a dive into this, your sun sign um, and the parts and, and some of the other parts of your chart that really uh, reflect your core drivers. And as a starting point for the listeners out there, Lisa is a Leo sun sign and it is positioned in the highest part of the chart, right on top of the MC or the mid heaven. And for those of you who are new to astrology and the way a chart looks, the midheaven is the part of the chart that represents our career, our, prof our professional reputation, the legacy that we're here to leave behind and gives some insight into uh, how you're going to be to do that and what's important to you. And with Leo sitting at the top of the chart, it's saying loudly, I'm here to share my creative, to be creative, to express myself creatively, uh, to be passionate about things. And I'm really ready to, to perform. Like there's a performance element, element to it and a very strong entrepreneurial, self-led creative leadership. And it's not for the sake of being on the stage to say, look at me. It comes from this heart space because Leo represents the heart and what you're passionate about and what you're passionate about creating. So I really wanted to, to just find out how that's informed some of the choices that you've made and how it's really informed the good news guide and what you're doing with that. Uh, I actually really appreciate you sharing that with me again and it really gives me goosebumps when I listen to it because I am doing I'm, so as far as being in, in a state of creativity and creative expression that is exactly what I'm doing <clears throat> you know I I'm, I've really I've really owned that and the interesting thing about the performance thing uh, uh, I've having been somebody that in the past would say I liked to be noticed because it came from a place of not feeling like I'd been noticed in life. I've been really mindful that everything that drives me is not because of that need to be noticed, that the performance aspect, as you said, yes, it does come from my chart, but I'm really mindful that it's not coming from an egoic place, that it really is heart centered. And you know me well enough to know um, that I'm very, that the heart is it for me. Mm. everything I make I make all decisions to my heart and yes you know a lot of people will say oh it's but it is powerful mm. because I know when I am led and I'm guided to create I mean in fact we know that, that our hearts are where we create everything from but when I actually listen tune in and that guides me every time it's not about me mm. it's never about me and so what the expression that comes from that place is it's, it's extraordinary and it is serving, not me. Yes, it's serving me because I'm in flow. I'm doing what I love, but it's actually serving those people that tune in. It's serving my family. It's serving whomever. It's serving the world. It's actually serving the planet. Mm. 
there's an enormous amount of joy and uh, fun and having a good time that's associated with Leo too and inspiring others to join in and be with you and have fun with you. I could, even the way you've just described that now, it's like, I want to jump in there and be with you and have some fun, <laughs> fun with you. And, and I noticed with the show that that's how your your uh, the people that you're interviewing feel when they're with you because you're completely present and it's this joyful exploration mm. and it's it, mm. and it, and it's that passion that you have and excitement for others because Leo can be the guiding inspira, inspiring light mm. it, it gets people in um, excited about what's possible for them and you do that in space. I, I love that. And thank you for acknowledging that. And so what came to me then is that, you know, having the astrology chart done three years ago in, at such a pivotal time of my life, it was very much a, a, a part, a piece of the puzzle in leading me to do, to be doing what I'm doing, because I had to go through this process of unlocking the joy inside of me because it wasn't, it still wasn't present the way it is now. And, you know, I didn't grow up uh, in, a, in, a, in a household that was fun but coming back to my true nature, and one of the pieces, as I said, is, is looking at my astrology chart, is recognising that is an innate part of me, but it's also something I need to express in this lifetime. Mm. And so, you know, the more, I, the more I'm doing what I love, the more I'm creating, the more fun I'm, I'm creating for myself and those people around me, as well as the people I'm in conversation with, that that um, feeds this passion that I have. And so it's all sort of in this mixing pot. It all goes together, you know, the passion, the fun, the creativity. It is all very much in my day-to-day. -day. Like, I, this is the way I live. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very much about authenticity and integrity. And so whatever I, however I show up is, is how I show up for myself. It's how I show up for my partner. It is... It is actually the key to living in alignment with our charts and our, our, our true nature. Mm. Let, let's look at another part of you that I see coming through through the Good News Guide, and that is that you've got an ascendant uh, in Scorpio. And for those listeners who don't know what the ascendant is in the chart, it's it's another. Uh, it's also known as the rising sign, and the rising sign gives us some insight into what sorts of skills we have available for us to be able to use in the work that we do on a daily basis. And it also is a bit, of, it can be connected to how people um, experience us when they first meet us. And with a Scorpio uh, ascendant, that's a very, it's a water sign and it's a fixed water sign. And Scorpio is interested in going in deep and seeking mm -hmm. to understand and seeking mm -hmm. to transform and working in the depths as in going into territories that can be a bit murky territory in, in, in some cases, some people avoid going there because it's a bit uncomfortable. But Scorpio likes to go there, likes to penetrate, to get into the subconscious realms. Mm -hmm. how, how do you resonate with that? Not just in the good news guide, but in terms of, your life slash career. I know we've only got a short period of time to explore this topic, but it is it is actually my life's work to transform and <clears throat> to get back to knowing to get back to knowing 
my true nature, like really connecting back. And so that requires me to delve deep. And I've always been like this. I remember as a kid lying on my bed when I was three or four years old, I remember this and thinking, why did I, how is it that me as Lisa, how was I born? Why wasn't a slightly different version? Why, why am I here? How did I end up in this family? I've always asked those deeper questions. It is, it is who I am. And so, you know, for a long time growing up, that was, that was really challenging because a lot of people don't want to dive deep. And mm-hmm. I'm not one to do superficial. I, I dive deep, but the gold is in, for, well, for me, the gold is in the diving deep. And so as I've, you know, as I've dived deep into my own, my own stories, my own traumas, my own pain, my own suffering, the more I've done that, it's, it's cultivated courage. And it's also cultivated a willingness and a determination to seek it. Because in the seeking it and bringing it up to the surface, it's not, I'm not afraid of it. And so that's what I feel that I'm doing in the work that I'm doing is, is by showing people how to do it, that it's actually not as scary. And yes, I'm not saying it isn't to begin with, but once we do it and we try it on for size and we do it a little bit more and we do it a little bit more, it actually cultivates a, as I said, yeah, it's a courage to, 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 to uncover these things that are holding us back in order for us to transform. Mm. So it's very much my life's work. My internal personal journey is actually for the work that I'm doing in the world. Mm. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of a blend of the Leo is very courageous as an energy and as, a, as an energetic force and then combining that with the, the fixed nature of uh, Scorpio, which is not afraid to go to the depths. That's mm. there. That's, that's a very powerful combination. Mm. What's also interesting is that uh, the ruling planet of Scorpio is in modern day astrology is Pluto. And so it's always interesting to look at where that falls in the chart and what that brings up. So in your case, Pluto, which rules your ascendant, is located in the 11th house of groups and it's in Virgo. So there's this very strong connection to the essence of healing (laughs) and healing groups. And I thought that was interesting to, to look at as a signature in the chart because of the nature of the good news guide. So just, just, for the, just curious to understand because um, Pluto's only just moved into the 11th house, but what's your connection been, what, what have group connections looked like for you in the past or what, what have you... What kind of role have you played in groups in the past? Well, I've, you know, I've been, I've always been more, I've been drawn to working with groups okay. because the power of working with groups in my own experience in my, look, I've had a lot of one, you know, I've worked with a lot of practitioners one-on-one, but the dynamic and the transformation that can occur from the energy of a group because we're all connected, you know, we've all got the same, essentially the same themes going on, just presenting in different ways. So the power of working with groups, the power of, of, um, of leading groups has always been something probably in the last of six or seven, seven or eight years that I've really been interested in. And so I've run women's circles, I've run coaching groups, I've run, you know, um, yeah, I've, I've run different, a lot of different groups. Now, interestingly, the good news guide is, 
essentially it's a community, isn't it? It's a group. There's actually groups of people. And um, so rather than, and I was really called not to work one-on-one with people about, as I said, yeah, seven or eight years ago. I just, yes. it just didn't, I mean, I kept bumping up against this wall because people were saying, you know, you've studied, you've become a kinesiologist, that's what you're doing. And I, and I just, I actually listened to that voice inside of me. It was like, there was just, it was a knowing there was a knowing that it wasn't this, it wasn't for me. Mm. And so the power of working with groups, so whether it's the group that I work with with my team, that is, is incredibly, even the transformation that's going on in our team, we've got a small team, is phenomenal because I'm deeply invested in their growth. I'm deeply, and not because they need to heal, but I'm deeply invested in them being in their greatness, in them being in their flow, in their genius. And so, I bring that energy, I bring that intention into the work that I'm doing with the Good News Guide. Mm. I, as you're speaking, I'm looking at your chart and, and Pluto, which is that piece of, that's connected into the group, is talking to these other planets in your chart which are in opposition to one another. So there's this part of your chart where Saturn, which rules your um, need for structure, your need for control, your need to commit to something over the long term the conservative part of you opposes jupiter and neptune and they are very different energies altogether they're more about escaping and having adventure and being having freedom and so there's this duality within you actually one-on-one the I'm wondering whether the one-on-one piece for you felt a little bit restrictive, whether it was a little bit like there wasn't enough room for you to fully expand. It's like there was, you weren't, there was a part of you that felt held back. I did. Okay. I did. Mm. So that's Mm. interesting. And actually the freedom or the way to, to find the balance between how you find the right amount of, control and structure and the right amount of adventure and freedom and working in a spiritual in a spiritual way is channeled through transforming people in groups <laughs> the control thing i'm going to be honest is something i'm mindful really mindful of because i've come from a being a, a highly controlled highly controlled individual and it's actually something that i bring to the attention of the of um of Laura Mitchell I work with. I brought it to their attention when they first, I said, I just need to flag this. I do like to direct, I, and I'm not saying it's okay. I'm, I'm mindful because I don't want it to play out. I don't want it to, to be dysfunctional in this relationship. So I'm always calling out my, my stuff. So absolutely, you know, there is, there is a need for control, but the more I, the work I've done, and you know, we've talked about Dr. Joe Dispenza's work is, I know in the letting go of the control, is where my freedom is, where true joy has come from. It's where my life has actually unfolded in magical ways. So because I've got that, I've got that remembering, because I've had those experiences now, it's just, a, it, it's, I'm mindful. I'm super conscious that the control aspect of, or that need for control is actually what stops me mm. from enjoying the life that I'm here to live. Yeah, so powerful, so powerful such a, a, an important uh, insight for not just you, but for everybody. Very powerful. I also wanted to explore, there's a part of your chart, there's an there's a aspect pattern in your chart called a mystic rectangle. 
love the name of it. Sounds very, it's quite a spiritual gift. But what's beautiful about this aspect pattern is there's a combination of the planets um, or the archetypes and the energies between the planets talking to each other and understanding one another. And then there are some aspects within this pattern where there's a bit of opposition and it's the opposition or the tension as you well know, mm. that allows the gifts to be brought into form. Otherwise, the gifts sit there idle. So just in terms of the four part pieces of this rectangle, it's made up of Uranus, which brings through those strong archetypes and the need for being innovative. It's in a group setting that you're wanting to be innovative. And it's also about your moon, which is your need to have, which your moon's in Leo. So it brings in that need to have fun and enjoy yourself and encourage others to join in and have fun with you. It's also combined with Chiron, which is the wounded healer in you. So there's this desire to not just heal your wounds, but help others heal their wounds by you being your creative self and finally it's connected into mars which brings through this intrinsic motivation and desire mars is in aquarius to be innovative and to teach people because it's in the third house so you have these key pieces of the puzzle all coming together how does when you think about that as a combination of the those archetypes working together and opposing one another at certain um at, in certain ways how does that land when i remind you of that gift i remember when you first told me that i had a what do you call it a mystical it was Myst mystic rectangle rectangle and i you were you were very excited more than excited I, I didn't get it i get it now and why i get it is because when i look and we talked about this briefly before we've talked about this before what I've created in the Good News Guide brings together all of that, all of that. So I'm working in groups, I'm creating, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing a sense of fun for me first, of course, and then in doing so that invites, uh, it, it welcomes other people to step into that space with me. Yes, it's for, for probably my, my top value is gross or evolution. So I know the, this podcast is not about us delving into stories and so forth, but from as far as the wounded healer goes, <laughs> it's extraordinary because by waking up from mental illness 15, 14 years ago, it's led me down this path, which has now led me to sitting here talking with you about my chart, about what I've created. And it has been as a result of healing, in inverted commas, those wounds. and it's a forever process, of course, as we both know. But what it's interesting, what I'm discovering at the moment and what I'm working through is recognising that my job is not to heal others. So for a long time, it was, I was still in that place that as a somebody who was a healer, but I don't see that myself as that, that I was here to help others. But I understand now that my greatest role is to lead by my demonstration demonstrating what it looks like to be whole and to be complete and to lead from within and to follow my bliss and to be in alignment with what I'm here to do. That is actually what allows people to heal. Not what I have to say, what I think they should do, 
I, it's, for me, it's all invitational. You know, my conversations are very invitational. I'm not telling people what they need to do. I'm inviting them into my space to explore things for themselves and whatever resonates, they'll, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll go on that journey. So the mystical rectangle is like, <laughs> like the icing on the cake. It's like, there you go, Lisa, you are here doing what you've been called to do. I've spent years, as we've talked about, Jason, years trying to work out what was my purpose. And I think for anyone that hasn't worked it out, it can cause so much pain and frustration because we get told that we're here for a purpose and then when we can't find it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the beautiful thing about the astrological chart. It's there. It is there. Whether we want to wake up and read it and hear it or maybe like me, come back to it, you know, a year or a year and a half and really understand the, um, just how powerful it is. Mm. Mm. I am going to uh, just share one last piece of the puzzle, which is still talking a little bit about the mystic rectangle. Mm. And that is your North Node. And for people who are tuning in to Astrology Leaders for the first time, the North Node is the part of the chart that we can look to to help further unpack or explore what our purpose is, what our authentic purpose is. There's a number of places in the chart, but this is a pretty powerful one. So, Lisa, you have got the South Node, which is a signature of gifts that you've brought in, and that's in Leo. So there's this ability, you, you, you came into this life with an um, innate ability to have fun, to experience joy, to be creative. I'm not saying there weren't challenges around that being able to come to life, but there's a desire to have fun and kick your heels up and dance. And, and have a good time. <laughs> we haven't had the chance to do that, but I feel quite sure that is the case. And so with moving into the, and, and Leo is very much about me, myself and I, whereas your North Node is in Aquarius, which is much more of a detached kind of energy because it's much more big picture. It's much more looking to the future. And so what I really wanted to just share as a, as a closing piece around that is just that with your, some of the ways that you can continue to um, step into your purpose in this lifetime is being conscious of always being, having your focus on the group versus the self of championing humanitarian causes and treating everybody equally, passionately sharing your unconventional ideas and potentially connection to the esoteric realms because that's what Aquarius um, represents. And also recognising how others are special. And, and from where I sit with the Good News Guide, you do that every single day. Sorry, got the mm. dog barking in the background. But what is also really interesting is that the symbol of Aquarius looks like the symbol of frequency and just <laughs> energy and air being everywhere. So I wanted to close on that and just invite you to, to, to share how you resonate with the, mm. with the energy of embracing those elements of you and what happens for you when you do that 
I'm going to try and remember all of, or a, a few of what you've shared. The, 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 the main one is about this, um, for me, that really resonates, is about, and I don't know if you use this word, but it's really shining light on others. Am I correct? It, 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 it's a different Moving use of language. Of, Moving the focus of, from yeah. yourself to others, same thing. And I, yeah, and I really feel that's been, that's been the greatest gift from, from, from my personal transformational work that when I, when we heal ourselves, then it's not, the focus isn't on that. It's, it's in contribution. And yeah, look, I love, I love being in front of the camera. That's, you know, cause I love the fun and I love entertainment, but I actually, what drives me is a desire to connect. Mm -hmm. What drives me is a desire to, for other people to experience the joy that they've come to experience for them, for them to be fully alive in life. So it's, it's not from, me needing, you know, the um, the lights on me. I, I, I think I, you know, as I shared with you earlier, I think I did need that, absolutely needed that as a younger girl and a teenager and a young adult, but certainly not now. Humanitarian, I know that there's a lot of work in this space that I'm going to do. You know, the Good News Guide is very young. It's, it's, it's a baby. I've got a lot of great ideas, but moving beyond it, I have... <laughs> I know my working life is going to end up being a long working life and it doesn't feel like work for me. So that excites me about the work that I'm going to be doing on that, in that area. Unconventional. Well, I'm, I'm all about being unconventional. I mean, I've, I've shown that with the types of people that I'm prepared to be in conversation with. And I say with the good news guide, it's not for a niche market. It's for the masses. I want to open people's minds and hearts to unconventional conversations to unconventional information and topics and that's why i've called it good news because it's new for a lot of people and it is noteworthy because i had to seek out all this information you know we have to go down rabbit holes to extract the gold which actually i want to make available i want to make available to the mainstream so it's it and and and, and last of all energy well you know the mission for the good news guide is to is to help raise the frequency of the planet. So basically to help raise how we are existing as humans on this planet and beyond. And so does it speak? <laughs> does it like dot every I and cross every T? It, it's, um, it's, a it's, it's beautiful. And I thought I might get emotional when I was talking about it, but I think um, it's just my heart, my heart feels very, very calm and very grateful when I hear this because it's such a knowing, it's such a deep knowing that I'm on path. Mm. So thank you. Oh, well, thank you for bringing the good news guide to us all. And on that note, I would really love you to share what listeners can look out for next mm. on, from the good news guide. Well, I'm, I'm a creative, so I'm coming, always coming up with new ideas, but we release a really rich deep dive conversation every, every week. And that's on podcasts, so that's on Spotify and Apple podcasts and soon to be on Stitcher and SoundCloud. Uh, there's my show on the YouTube channel under the good news guide. Uh, we're looking at creating masterclasses with some of my experts and thought leaders and humans. So that'll probably happen twice a month. That'll be hosted by the Good News Guide. Um, and beyond that, I'm on Facebook all the time, interviewing other people in conversation with other people, sharing my downloads, my insights. 
I'm very, I'm very present, particularly on Facebook, Instagram, not so much, but I'm there. So people can connect with me and also on LinkedIn now. And finally on LinkedIn. Yeah, beautiful. So, and, and you've also got a website that's fresh out of the... Mm, and I have, and I, I'm really, uh, I love what Laura's created for me. And it is, yes, it's, it's all the latest episodes and conversations, but it's also a beautiful, I mean, I, I've called it the guide because I want it to be, I want it to be like a world. It's like a, it's like a world people can go to and they can access all the things that they might be looking for in this space. So everyone that I interview, it, it's either somebody I've had a firsthand experience with or I have a very, like I have an opportunity to connect with them. And if they're not a, a connection, if they're not aligned, they don't come on the show. And it's the same with the people that I, or the resources I share on my website. So I've got programs that I'm connected to and I've got all the things I love and that'll just become bigger and bigger. That'll become probably a world of its own. So, you know, it, it's going to be, it's like a hub. It's a hub. Mm-hmm. So people can go in and just, you know, be curious and see what they what they might find. So listeners, I absolutely encourage you to check it out. The good news guide.com or is it's actually no my it's my website, lisawinicky.com. I know it's a bit confusing. Okay. The 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 channel, the YouTube channel is the good news guide. My podcast is the good news guide. But my website is lisawinicky.com. But look if you, actually if you if you type in the good news guide.com, it does take you to Lisa Winicky. So there you go. Okay. So they're fine either way. We'll put it in the notes to be sure. (laughs) Lisa, thank you so much for joining me today in Astrology for Leaders. It was an absolute pleasure and joy to have a a good conversation with you about your chart, about your concept of leadership and some of the extraordinary gifts and talent that you're bringing to the world to make it a better place for all. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I, I had fun. (laughs) So did I. (laughs) Thanks again. If you would like to know more about me, visit josephinecorcoran.com. I work with individuals and organisations supporting and creating sustainable change in careers and workplaces. You can also follow me on Facebook. Just go to at Josephine Corcoran Holistic Career Coach and like the page. And also my Instagram account at josephine.corcoran. Love to connect with you there. Thanks for listening and I look forward to you joining me for more leadership wisdom here on Astrology for Leaders.